0: What's up? I'm Jeremy Ascari and we're back with another episode of Inside with Outsiders. And today we have a superhuman athlete, David Kilgore here. Thank you for showing up.
1: Dude, thanks for having me. I'm stoked to be here.
0: Uh, David has been a key player in regards to the Outsiders and success, especially for 2021. I'm, like, I'm praising you, man. Thank you. Uh, you are the regional marketing director f- for On Running, right? New York City?
1: Yeah, man. I'm the marketing manager in New York City.
0: Marketing manager. I, and, and everyone's like, how'd you get On Running? It's so cool. And I have to be honest, I wasn't too familiar with On Running before uh, you reached out. And now I see On Running sneakers everywhere. And it is On Running because people refer to it as running on clouds as well, right?
1: For sure. Yeah. So that's a cessation for sure of the shoes, yeah. uh, it's running on clouds, yeah. but yeah, the, the name brand of the company is on. Oh, it's just on. Yeah. But on running's good too. I feel like it's like very confusing in a sense. It's like on dash running is the website exactly. uh, on was already taken on this Instagram social handle. So, uh, we had to go with on running, but it's just on Inc. technically. But. Uh,
0: yeah. Well to, to explain to people, how would you recommend we talk, like say, yeah. On is our partner on running or on, on sneakers, but you guys do more than that. You do running apparel.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I would say anything, uh, anything running, uh, without yeah. a doubt. So yeah, apparel, shoes. Uh, we also go into the outdoor market as well. We got like boots, like different yeah, like right. hiking options, and we're definitely dabble in the lifestyle department as well. So I feel like uh, that three, three trifecta right there: lifestyle, performance run, and outdoor.
2: Yeah.
0: When you reached out, and then uh, you know you you gifted us, you gifted me trail running shoes and uh, hiking boots. And I was like, "Well, wow, these, these are pretty cool." And I, was like, I let me let me look into this brand. I looked into it, like, "Oh, wow, this is a big deal."
1: <laughs> hands down, <laughs> like, man. Yeah, born yeah. born in the Swiss Alps, but yeah, it's been it's been going like super well. Like, has grown like exponentially like over the last like few years. Like, hands down, and we we still the the last four years, I think we've been the fastest growing running brand. Uh, I'm, I'm not the surprised. World.
0: And it's funny is that I work out at Chelsea Piers. And I started noticing everyone wearing them. And now there's a woman there who has, she comes up to me every time she sees me wearing them. And I've got like three pairs now, right? So she comes up to me and she says, oh, this is another pair. I have nine pairs. Like, I have. she starts listing the model names. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know all those model names. (laughs) But like, she's like, now every day she comes up to me. She's got to be in her 60s or maybe 70s. And she's a super athlete. Like, this woman is ripped at her age and, like, so in the sick. gym every day and always talking about, like, always coming up to me to talk about on. So uh, you made me a new friend. <laughs> Dude, heck, yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, but beyond the brand, you, you're you an amazing athlete. I keep on telling you, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I know, like trying to downplay it. I'm like, no, man. <laughs> uh, I know you've done crazy endurance uh, races. Um, we recently had Stephanie Bishop on the show, who is also an insane Uh, And she loves the the adjective uh, crazy, so uh, she's a crazy endurance athlete, and she's doing races at 85 miles, but you just won the Speed Project.
1: Yeah, man, which is, yeah, so so nuts. Uh, Probably one of the most crazy races I've done in my life.
0: Tell everybody what the Speed Project is.
1: For sure. So it's an unsanctioned race from los angeles uh santa monica pier to the fabulous las vegas sign in um las vegas so basically uh unsanctioned means uh there's there's ultimately no rules so it's kind of like create your own route um so oh, really there's
0: no there's no route
1: no so part of it is like almost like orienteering which is kind of yeah. like dope uh yeah. so it's like make your own route but the only rule is is you can't break the law uh because Nobody has fun with that if you go to jail, right? Oh, (laughs) I go on. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Depending (laughs) on your fun, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
0: So you can. I guess. I guess that's to say you can't go on private property. Is that why?
1: So basically, you're not allowed to run on major highways. Um, Oh. Yeah, because you'll get like pulled over and stuff like that. Um, So any any route that you can take to get to Las Vegas as fast as you can, uh, without basically taking any major highway and trespassing. So you can't sleep in anyone else's bed? (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not doing it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is
0: there um is there a route that's become like the standard
1: fast route for that race? So the really interesting part about it all, I feel like, was for the past I think it's been around for like seven or eight years. And ultimately i ran on a team a relay team so it's always been a relay race up until this year where they introduced a solo edition that's of right
0: because i don't mean to cut you off but, but my guys on the bridge runners did that race but it was a relay so one tapped in the other ones started running and, and i thought that was crazy to begin with but you did it solo oh for sure man yeah.
1: i mean it's not relay or solo it's like definitely just like one of the wildest races out there and um, and i don't I mean, know if
0: you mentioned the distance but what is it again
1: so it's around 300 to 350 miles i would say um uh, depending on the route you take
0: and how far was your route
1: so my route was just over 300 miles so i took a new route
0: oh, so a route that's not, never been taken before that's never been taken before how did you discover this route
1: so basically uh a handful of years ago when i ran as, on a relay team uh we took the traditional route and a guy on my team basically like just, like, bonked out super hard. Ended up going to the emergency room. Uh, so, definitely, like, just a super brutal race. Um, and he came back the following year. I was like, I'm going to figure out this race. I'm going to, like, rip it to shreds. And I'm going to find a new route. So, he found, found like, basically, like a secret route. Um, ran it with a different team the following year. And blew the record out of the water. Really. Um, so, this year, I kind of was, like, talking to him a bunch about it. <laughs> um, Did he
0: give it to you, like, willingly? Or were you kind of, like, sneaking in the... the... The right route. Yeah.
1: So, like, like every now and then, I was like tiptoeing around yeah. it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he was he was really really helpful, and I uh, definitely gave me a lot of insight. And I kind of almost made the route a little bit on the fly too, so I altered it a little bit, um, just because I was running a lot slower than people do on the relay team because I was doing it all myself. Right. Um, so basically, there's a part of the course that starts going off road a decent amount of the of the course. So I was like, you know what, I can just. There's like no trees and there's like no like shrubbery out here. Uh, I was like, I can just like basically run through the desert and just like cut through the course. Uh, yeah, why not? I mean, with, the with, <laughs> without uh, without really like slowing down. I was like, because yeah. I'm already like moving at like a like a slower pace for myself. Yeah. I'm not running like five minute miles like people on the relay team. Right. Um, so I just basically like cut through the desert and found some pretty awesome stuff out there. You know, what did you find? Uh, Sofas, abandoned planes. yes oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, some crack pipes, you know, like really? all of the above. Yeah. yeah.
0: We're kind of like in, uh, in Breaking Bad country there, right? Seriously, yeah. Well, that's New Mexico, doubt. but it's not too far from Nevada. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. honestly what it reminded me of. Yeah. Like I would stumble upon a crack pipe and right. I was like, I get it. Run I get the vibe, on, like, yeah. Some Winnebago Wait. cooking. <laughs> I know, exactly, yeah. How
2: much water are you bringing with you? Like how much water do you have on you?
1: Yeah, so luckily like uh, I had an RV full of stuff stuff uh and every now and then would just like stop on by uh had pacers basically with me and like a crew so okay. they would almost be like my pack mules they were like throwing on like vests have like full of water spraying it on me cool me down and just like give me oh, but nice. we went through i don't i can't even imagine how much water it was like crazy it's like a pit crew i guess that's yeah you, pit crew yeah. basically like, the whole like, way. Like,
0: if you don't have that is there any way you're finishing that race oh hands down not at all no, i would have
1: no. probably made it like 70 miles maybe and probably just been, like, laying on the side of the road dead. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you did 300 and... How many
1: exactly? Three so, times? it was, like, right over, like, 300 miles. Yeah.
0: 300 miles in how many days?
1: Um, so, right around four days. Yeah.
0: So, how many miles a day were you running?
1: So, right under 100 miles. I think uh, my last day was my longest day. I think I ran, like, right over 90 miles the final day.
0: One, that's insane. That's crazy. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> 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 You're, like, superhuman. Uh, but also the uh what i also got followed you on the race i was following the updates Uh, it it had a crazy stat about your sleep you slept five hours in four days
1: oh my gosh yeah like so basically like uh it was based off uh it's a whoop uh it's kind of like a like a sports band that Mm -hmm. tracks like your sleep and like your effort and all that stuff so my effort of course like every day was like you are zero percent recovered you should take a break (laughs) you know (laughs) um but i did sleep a little bit more than the whoop did record yeah you uh, mentioned
0: that how much did you sleep in those four days
1: so i really messed up on the second day or the, i guess the third day technically uh where i was like i'm gonna switch my plan because it was so hot outside it was basically like at times it was like 110 to 120 degrees just like with like zero shade Jeez. uh so i was out there just like roasting and i was like okay like i can move much better during the night so i'm gonna try to sleep during the day and basically i like altered my plan and went to i ran a little bit less at night slept a little bit and then stayed uh uh then ran or i ran all the way through the night and then stayed up a little bit in the morning and then tried to sleep all day one of the days and basically i couldn't sleep at all because our rv um Superhot. shout out to El monte rvs but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to make a, a sponsor yeah, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but unfortunately, the insulation in the RV wasn't the best. Uh, I, can,
0: I mean, I can, I can imagine that like 120 degrees.
1: So it only like took off like basically like, 20 degrees. So if it was like 120 degrees outside, it was still like 100 degrees in the RV if it wasn't moving. Ooh, yeah, so I was yeah. like sitting in the bed, just like sweating, just like roasting. So I could not sleep a wink. Yeah. Ended up not sleeping at all during the day. Tried to go out at night to run again. And I was just like so tired that I ran like. I mean I still ran like a marathon, but then I was like, I'm so exhausted, I like went to sleep during the night still. It's uh-huh. still
0: just this little marathon. I've never <laughs> ran a marathon. The furthest I've ever ran was uh it was an accident actually. <laughs> so it was, I, I had back surgery like 10 years ago, and uh I'm friends with Cedric uh, Hernandez and Mike Sace from the Bridge Runners. Yeah, And I was like, I want to join you for when you runs, but I don't want it to be a long one. Like, no problem, we'll do a four-miler for this one. So I'll join. So we run from Soho to the Wall Street Ferry. Take the Wall Street Ferry. You're supposed to go to a Williamsburg Bridge, uh, Williamsburg um, Ferry Station Mm -hmm. and run back through Williamsburg up the bridge. That station was closed, and it dropped us off in Long Island City. Oh, my God. (laughs) running, like, I think, seven or eight miles. I've never ran that far in my life.
1: That's the way Uh, to do it, though, man. You get stranded somewhere. You got to run back. It was great, but (laughs) here's the problem.
0: There's a couple beautiful things. One thing was the fact it was a hot day. But towards the end of the day, it started pouring while we're running. And normally someone would think, oh, that sucks. No, it felt so good to cool off of that rain. Um, But the problem is I'm competitive. And there were people out there that I knew I could be, I was in better shape. Mm -hmm. And these were runners though. Right. But they looked like there was a, like a portly short woman running. And I'm running with my friend, uh, Lenny, who I play ball with, who's also in great shape. For sure. And she's running past us like, no. That's not happening. So we kept up, and, like, we kept up with the front group. Neither of us are runners, right? So I, we, we did great. We're like, yo, you're a great runner. For the next three, four weeks, I was done. Yeah. <laughs> I no ball, like nothing done. Yeah. My, my body was all messed up from that. Because I didn't train. I matter of fact, I hadn't ran maybe more than two miles before that.
1: Oh, so. man. Yeah, hands down, like, jumping into, like, any kind of distance like that, I mean, yeah. you'll definitely feel it. I mean, I feel like it's almost like me, like, I'll go, like, play, like, soccer sometimes with like, my buddies without, like, having, like, all those, like, dynamic movements in a while. And I'm just, like, sore for, like, a week. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, what happened to me? Yeah,
0: it's funny because I I could probably take you to the basketball court and outrun you in the basketball court all day because there's, you know, you're running backwards, side to side, jumping up and down. But I can't keep up with you running. No
1: way. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I do want to
0: go running with you one day and see, you know one of your, your warm-ups or something like that
1: got to man gotta hit the palisades check out some of the trails
0: i'm down what's funny is we you know on running was it's been an amazing partner again thank you on i should say on is, is an amazing partner um you guys partnered up with us for the uh first live edition of inside with outsiders where we did the panel discussion with uh, sabrina and i bring that up not only just thank you but also because you came you came to the, to the panel discussion but you ran from the city over the Williamsburg, over Brooklyn Bridge, or Manhattan Bridge, I forgot which bridge you ran over. <clears throat> ran over to the, to the panel, hung out. It was like 105 degrees that day. Oh, dude, it was and roasting, yeah. And yeah, you, you like, yeah, I'll meet you there. And you ran there, and you, and you ran back, and you, you did a run. So it's, I think what's incredible, obviously you're a great runner, but what's really remarkable about you is your ability to recover right? I mean, that seems to be like your superpower, right?
1: Oh, for sure, man. I mean, that's what I do most of the time. I just try to act like I didn't run places. I'll like hide behind the corner, like try to cool down for a second. Then I like walk around the corner. I'm like, Hey, like, (laughs) how's it going?
0: Why would you want (laughs) to hide that? (laughs) 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 There's that weirdo again, (laughs) that running guy. (laughs)
1: exactly.
0: Uh, I remember talking to Steve from, uh, from um Phil Raven mm. who runs a Soho store and he used to work for uh Road Runners yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's what we worked for um but he knows he knows of, of you very well and uh, he was telling us that your ability to run up and down like different uh altitudes is, is insane especially because you grew up in flat Florida so, where are you from? I want to. We're getting into like all this running stuff, but I want to hear about your your start, like your childhood. Like, where are you from?
1: For sure, man. I'm actually from Palm Bay, right here. You Palm got it, Bay. right here. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you forget. Just in case you forget, <laughs> we got it going. How did you, you get that? Um, so I got it right when I went to college. Okay. Yeah. So like 18, 19.
0: Gosh, so what was it like growing up in Palm Bay? What's Palm Bay like?
1: uh i honestly and man, where like, is it uh so basically if you uh have ever gone to orlando disney world all that you know mm, yeah. um so it's basically straight to the east coast from there so the beach everyone usually goes to if they visit orlando is Cocoa beach so that's right in my uh same county
0: how far is it from like palm beach
1: um i think it's like an hour and a half okay like, so north. it's further north right yeah right. gotcha mm-hmm.
0: so what kind of place is that but yeah
1: man i feel like it's like a definitely like a very like eclectic i guess like mixture of like like everything um explain <laughs> so i feel like there was like like 15 minutes down the road uh or like 20 minutes down the road was like like tons of like surfers like beach guys uh, i grew up more like like in the city yeah. uh which is like not, not the like city the downtown compared to, yeah, yeah exactly like the yeah. downtown of like everything so it was like a little bit more like i guess like you know like people just like just like neighborhoodies like sure. stuff like that um and then uh, another like 15 minutes away there was like I feel like, like, swamp people almost, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know you who know so, was there?
0: Florida man was there. Exactly. Florida you know, man. Uh,
1: <laughs> exactly. Wait, what a swamp
2: people.
0: Yeah. I thought so, we only had that in Jersey. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> See,
2: we, we, we call them rednecks, not swamp people.
1: <laughs> exactly, more or less, basically, yeah. So I feel like I was just, like, a mixture of everybody. I had people, like, they're like, hey, dude, like, I'm going to a surf contest. Come sleep on the beach with me, or... I was like going out in like swamp buggies, like playing in the swamps, like nice. uh, like catching like snakes and like baby alligators and stuff like that. Um, so I'm like uh, like two hours north of the okay. Everglades, but kind of like similar vibes. So there's tons of, like alligators, like manatees, like all of that like around me. And I grew up like uh, like playing around like in stick marshes like all the time and like swimming out there and stuff. So
0: you swam out where there's gators and stuff.
1: For sure, man, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> but a bunch, I feel like, I feel like it's just, like, Florida vibe, like, there's, like, places with, like, like, amoebas and stuff in the pond, like, the pond closed down, you can't swim in there anymore, like, someone died, which is, like, terrible, oh, but, God. uh, Florida's, like, a place, Florida, Florida's, Florida's a weird place, Florida, Florida's <laughs> a weird place, yeah, for sure, and, it's, and,
0: and I've, I've always, I've always known that it has been a weird place, yeah, like, this <laughs> pandemic proved how weird this place, that Florida is, it's oh, my
2: gosh,
1: a, yeah,
0: it's lawless.
1: <laughs> Hands down, man. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah, listen,
2: Florida is its own country. Like it, Basically. It's, literally, it, it's like its own world. And it?
0: Southern Florida is like like a South American Caribbean country. It's really different from the Seriously rest.
1: It is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah, I lived in Miami for a year, and that's so, so true. Um, but, yeah, I definitely love... Uh, I don't know how much backlash is gonna give me, but I love Florida. It's definitely like close to my heart, but I love no, the man, energy. Why would and you <laughs> <backlash>? <laughs> and, the, and, 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 the, and the Florida man runs
0: <laughs> 350 miles through, uh, through the desert. Dude, Honestly, that was probably
1: my biggest accolade I've ever gotten in my life. Uh, I ran a uh, uh, hundred miles um, last last year and raised a bunch of money um, for local run retail shops and like COVID first responders. Okay. Um, but I actually made a Florida man headline. So really? I, ha- I have my own Florida man headline. <laughs> Uh, and i was like i can't i, I won i i can't yeah, you, i can't do anything else in my life and
0: this one didn't land you in jail exactly there
1: you go you win that's that's what they were saying there. Yeah. like a florida man we can get behind yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right guys here it is
2: next governor florida <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, anyway you just you just came back from a 100 mile race right i did yeah you, and you came in fourth place is that i came in eighth place actually eighth yeah place.
1: yeah okay. um so out in leadville colorado so shout out mm. to
0: fat Tire, right. give it
2: a little
1: Wait. crack open Ooh. hey shout cheers out to Colorado. To
0: that. cheers to your eighth place and out of how many people
1: so i think there was around uh like 650 700 starters and i think there's around 300 finishers yeah. uh but super brutal race and uh, definitely like i feel like i can say like one of the most iconic hundred miles in the world Uh, It's called the Leadville 100.
0: Why is this so iconic?
1: Um, So basically, I feel like it just kind of like rose through the ranks, but um, I really like learned a lot because I spent about three weeks out there training because it's at such high altitude. Uh, And it just has like a super rich, like cool history. But basically, uh, it's like an old mining town. and so in the like low 80s um 1980s basically uh i guess the the climax mine in town was doing a lot of uh like cutbacks they're like we don't really need miners i guess as much anymore we have like all these machines like all this stuff so they had like tons of layoffs and one of the miners out there uh, who's now the race director he was like oh my god like i love leadville this is like our whole economy is like around mining so if even if you go out there now it's like uh just tons of old mines that are like abandoned. It's it's really cool actually, really beautiful. And uh, he's like, what's gonna make people stay the night and what's gonna make people really hungry and want to eat at the restaurants? And he's like, I'm gonna make people run hundred miles. Um and so he like founded what, the What year
0: was it, what year was it started?
1: Um so I think it was started in the mid 80s, like eighty five or something like that. And
0: was that a thing I feel like endurance, ultra endurance uh races are are popping up more and more now, but in the eighties was that uh, a popular thing by then.
1: So it was starting uh I wouldn't say it was like popular at all, but basically the the Western States 100, one of the oldest uh, 100 mile and like prestigious races like in the world, uh started then and that's where uh this guy got the idea from. He saw that, started it there. Um and it was still pretty low key, but basically helped this whole town. I mean, it's a pretty pretty small town in comparison to things. Right. Uh but helped it survived and now it's uh it's surrounded by this like legacy fund um and it has people like coming in from all around the world now to do like the 100 mile biking races they have multiple Mm. races throughout the year um and they have like a pretty cool like fund to like get in to um basically you can like buy your way in as well if you donate to this fund which is that's really cool are
0: are these are you getting asked to be part of these races
1: uh yeah for, for the most part there's there's a certain amount of them uh i feel like uh as prestigious as as leadville like every now and then i'm like i'm like hey like this is sick sick like how do i get in yeah um but uh a lot of the time i do get invited to a certain amount of like i feel like crazy races
0: Uh, yeah i mean i I can see why um do you think i mean I'm, i'm guessing ultra endurance running is not an olympic sport but do you think it's headed that way
1: Yeah, man, without a doubt. So actually, uh, luckily in Leadville as well, uh, I had the pleasure to stay with uh, a person who's been uh, among the Olympic community for quite a while. Okay. And she's she's actually talking to me quite a bit about that, Uh, which is super exciting. I I think there's definitely like a lot of room with uh, just like other sports getting introduced and they're trying to keep it fresh. And I don't know, I feel like like ultra and like trail running is like so exciting. And there's like tons of cool ways to broadcast it, whether it's like through like drone and aerial footage or Mm -hmm. even through the just like checkpoints but super cool and like really iconic with the scenery usually around it i
0: mean i think it's incredible feats what people are accomplishing with these ultra races and athletes like you and steph especially steph like i'm shocked that she's not sponsored by a brand Mm -hmm. she's a brand partner behind her really pushing and i'd love to see an athlete like her like you in the olympics because it's like it's about pushing the human human body to to accomplish feats that normally people wouldn't even attempt, right? Without and a
1: doubt, man. I feel like it's so much exactly hit the nail on the head. It's like about the human spirit yeah. and um, there's so many like avenues like like within it. there's so many like good athletes and I feel like like a hundred mile distance is like so random like anything can happen like right. at any time. So I feel like just, I feel like, honestly, getting to the finish line each time is just, like, such a huge accomplishment.
0: I mean, it's a huge accomplishment for marathons, and marathons are, you know, a little more than a quarter of that, right? Yeah, so, without a doubt. I think, listen, if, if, if we can somehow sign a petition for, for ultra-endurance races to be part of, not just running, but you know, these things that, uh, like, the de- death race. Sorry, that's my gratitude alarm. <laughs> i <if you're> <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: you here. I just yelled at him before we started this episode. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: goes off no matter what, if my phone's on silent or not. Uh-huh. Um, I know we can talk about racing because I'm, I'm so intrigued by what you do, but I also want to know about you. Like You talked about, like...
2: I, I have one question about racing. Are the, you going to do the Moab two? or what is it? Uh,
1: Yeah, it's a Moab 240. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. One of those days, man, I would, I mean, I would love to jump into it. Honestly, um, I talked to, after doing the speed project, I honestly feel like it's almost better to go longer, which sounds like counterintuitive or goofy. That's um, what Stuff said. Than to run even short, even like 100 miles. Like even, uh, because I feel like you can do 100 miles in a day, uh, which is, like, very challenging. No, you can do 100 miles in yeah. a day. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Every time you kind of do it, like, your body, I feel like, is, like, gets, like, shocked into it a little bit. I feel like you're, like, 30 miles into it and you're like, wow, this was a terrible idea. This kind of sucks. Yeah. I can't believe I have 70 miles to go. Whereas, I feel like uh, when you're doing those, like, really, really long races where it's definitely going to take multiple days at least the first day you kind of get like shocked into it, and you're like, okay, well tomorrow yeah. I'll probably feel better. My body already knows what's going on. I like, think,
0: I think, I mean, stuff described it as this, like one, she has asthma, which mm-hmm. is weird. And, yeah, and, and it takes her a while for her to warm up. Like a marathon's too short. But once she gets in this like zone, she says she just cranks out miles, after, mile after mile and days of running. And well, she's not really a, she's, she does trail running and all kinds of different, uh, obstacle courses i guess but yeah to think that for her it's easier to do 100 miles as opposed to 26 i, I don't understand exactly I, I haven't done it i can't get my mind around it <laughs> <laughs> miles. um but where okay are your parents from florida
1: yeah so uh my dad is actually from from alabama and uh my mom is from florida originally okay uh I'm... but grew up there basically my whole life
0: and when did you leave, for college?
1: Yeah, for college. Um,
0: but before college, were you were uh, were you, you were obviously an athlete your whole life, I'm assuming, right?
1: Yeah, I feel like more or less. I mean, it sounds like um, when I thought back about this, I feel like it was like about a year ago. People were just like, I was like in an interview, um, and I remember when I was like not that good great at sports i guess like originally uh when i was like like team
0: sports and stuff
1: yeah like team sports when i was like five years old yeah which sounds like really goofy but i remember thinking back to this moment Mm -hmm. but uh i was in kindergarten um i had to like sit out of something and i felt like so defeated and um, embarrassed and i was like i never want to feel like this again like Mm -hmm. i'm like gonna be like really good at sports like i want to be good at sports yeah and i feel like after that moment, like. I was just like really into sports i feel like like growing up my whole life like played a lot in like my neighborhood like basketball and football definitely probably not too level in <laughs> basketball or football uh but i played like a lot of soccer i played soccer and
0: basketball i never played football
1: and um yeah. and then basically uh it led into running and uh nobody in my family um ever did any running and i definitely just randomly like lucked out uh I grew up in like a different part of town to like where I went to high school at. Okay. And uh my dad was like trying to like get all buff, you know, like he was like working out a ton in the gym. Uh, and then he was like, I'm getting too big. Uh he's like, I wanna like trim down a little bit. Yeah. Uh it was uh trying to run a little bit more. So I was like, you know, like a little kid and I was like, Oh, this is so cool, my dad's running, I don't know yeah. what this is. Yeah. And I was running on a treadmill in a gym, uh while he was like working out, I was like running like a mile or two, just like sprinting as fast as I can and some lady came up to me and was like hey like you like look pretty good like running and I was like shy like I don't know how old I was like fifth grade or something I was like oh you know like you want to why am I
0: picturing like uh Morty from Rick and Morty (laughs) yeah exactly seriously I really was yo uh my (laughs) god I was like, you want to talk to my dad? You know, like, uh, and uh,
1: basically, yeah, like she talked to my dad and I was uh, lucky enough to get introduced to my high school coach, who's like one of the most like, uh, I think he's like the most decorated uh, high school like uh, track and field coach in okay. Florida history. Wow. Uh, and basically, ever since then, it was like, yeah, history. I like won a bunch of state titles. Um, were, and- you, were you like,
0: from the start, faster, or better, like a top track athlete? And what was your uh, event?
1: Um, so yeah, kind of, I feel like right out the gate, I was like, like decent at it. Uh, just cause I feel like my like soccer background and everything, yeah. I was like running around like all the time. Same, and, yeah. um, but I ran like the mile and a half mile for a while until I got to high school. And then I feel like 5k was like my bread and butter, um, okay. throughout high school.
0: I, uh, I actually ran track in college for one semester because the track team didn't have enough athletes and I was the fastest one in the basketball conference, but basketball speed compared to track speed. There's no comparison. Track speed is just another level
1: um what'd you do what your events
0: my events were the 100 the 200 and the 4x100 relay and the long jump
1: so awesome man yeah. so fun
0: it was great and what's funny is uh the first the first event i had was a d3 uh event mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a joke <laughs> that event was a joke because our long our long jumper on the team uh the first of all, we get there and there's like me and two other basketball teammates of mine And the coach says all right we got long jump basketball boys you want to do this like yeah sure let's do it so so i go i'm the first one to go and i'm running from like what would be the three-point line and these people are running from like 50 meters away so i'm running from like a quarter or a third of the distance running and i'm jumping with my arms forward like a basketball player my first jump was six feet further than our longest long jumper on the team (laughs) oh my god heck yeah, man. i was almost almost came in first that meet but the kid on the other team beat me by two centimeters on his last jump (sighs) And, and the funny thing was, I didn't care. <laughs> he was getting so pissed that.
1: I entire. bet, man. Yeah, <laughs> just like off the basketball court. <laughs> exactly. Just like-
0: and I'm really, like, really running. I'm taking a few steps and jumping because I didn't. It's yeah, I'm not used to it. But uh, but then and then we, you know we placed pretty well in a four by one hundred. Um then we hit the Division One CW post. That was a story. I didn't even bother long jumping because these guys were long jumping like the length of buses and I remember I was standing on the line because I did the 100 there Mm -hmm. and usually in a a division three meets like I was you know I I kept up like I wasn't winning them I wasn't supposed to win them either but I was like you know I was coming in fourth third like I was like keeping up with them so division one meet the gun goes off, I take off, and I have a really fast first step. So the first, you know, 20 yards, 20 okay. meters, I'm there. I'm up front, and all of a sudden, when it hits, like, 30 and 40 meters, they take off. And I'm looking around, like, should I even continue? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> walking yeah. off, yeah. like, uh, yeah. oh, my yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. That made me realize, like, the difference between somebody who's a track athlete, like, track athlete pedigree versus an athlete for a team sport is totally different
1: oh my god man yeah i mean i think that's like uh i mean but participating in it overall though is so dope i think that's one of the things i've always worked four by one i feel like it's like so hype at track meets well, it's fun. like yeah. all the time it looks so cool
0: it's, it's a lot of fun um the only bragging rights I had on the track was i got hand timed uh was it uh 22.8 seconds for the 200 heck yeah. hand timed so it was probably Dude. like 25 <laughs> gotta take it you gotta take it <laughs> but i was uh 19 at the time and uh I'm probably running that in 32 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's not too shabby. Still, <laughs> uh, not time. Man. I'll probably pull a hamstring. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So, what you you went to? You must have gone to college for. for yeah, man, college. I had
1: a, I had a, I feel like a wild ride in college. To be honest, I went to three different colleges, actually. Really? Why? Yeah. Um, just yeah, I feel like odd, odd coincidences what do you mean?
0: Like well, you, where you what three schools did you go to what order? Like where'd you go first?
1: For sure. So right out of the gate, I went to the University of Colorado in Boulder, which is like a super prestigious like distance running school. Uh, and basketball school too. Um yeah, actually, yeah, going to the games was like super awesome. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. Uh but yeah, actually I went there um, for for three years. Um, uh, ended up like improving, but not to the level that I wanted to, more or less. Uh and my like scholarship didn't get boosted up all the way. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to go back to Florida. So I went back to Florida. Um, I was supposed to go back there for two years cause I redshirted my first year in Colorado. Yeah. Um, so I went back, got in-state tuition, all that stuff. So I was yeah. like, cool, squared away. I'm good to go. No student loans. Yeah. Love to hear it. Um, went there, uh, for a year. And then basically I was moving back to, to Colorado, um, uh, at the time for a girl, um, so I was like finishing up uh finishing up school uh early and was going back to Colorado. As you can take the the, the way the story didn't work out. Um so sorry to we, hear that. Uh, <laughs> no, it's all <laughs> Because exactly.
0: your current girlfriend seems cool as hell. Oh yeah, she's the best. Yeah.
1: Hands down. Molly's yeah. uh, fantastic. And um but so it didn't work out and so I was like, dang, uh so I gotta finish up school, finish up undergraduate. Where did um, you
0: finish up undergrad?
1: At University of Florida. Okay. Um, so and did you run
0: your last couple years when you were kind of floating around between schools?
1: So basically, I uh, I was running at Florida. I was actually in like crazy good shape. Uh, and again, I was taking so many credits that I basically couldn't run spring track. Why? Not? I took... because uh, oh, you
0: had too much undergrad. Yeah, I
1: basically was taking like a third of my degree. I took 37 credits. Why did you uh, do that? because uh, i was just trying to finish up to to go back to colorado
0: oh, oh. Uh, no, did <laughs> you put running on the back burner
1: so i put running on the back burner oh, okay. um and basically did that uh finished up my undergraduate went to a summer camp and in the middle of the summer camp uh i knew this like like older gentleman uh that worked there it was like one of the founders of the camp uh he's probably like in his like 80s or something like that and he was like hey like what's up like what are you up to and i was like I don't really know. I was like, I just finished up college and uh, trying to figure that out now. And he said, you have so still, still have eligibility, right? And I was like, yeah. So um, I ended up going to graduate school um, at Oklahoma State, left in the middle of camp. Um, and they got me into grad school like in a day. Like I um, did? Uh, basically, he was like, I don't know if uh, the, the coach would be interested. He's like, I'll hit him up to see if he is. And if uh-huh. he is, he'll contact you. So he was interested. And what con- was your event there? The- contacted me the next day. So I started, ran cross country there. Okay. Yeah. How uh, long is, how long are those typical races? So it's usually like 8K or 10K, which okay. is like a five to, or a six and a quarter mile yeah. race. Um, but yeah, so I did that for, for a semester, finished up my eligibility in Oklahoma, and then uh, called it a day. So I went to University of Colorado, uh, University of Florida, and Oklahoma State University.
0: Okay. Which one was your favorite?
1: <sighs> Man, uh. That's tough. I feel like they're also different, which yeah. is like really, really cool. Cause like all of them were very prestigious, like running schools, uh, which was like really rad. So I got to see like a lot of different, like cool coaching techniques and mm. all that. But honestly, uh, maybe my last one, I just like really love the, the culture of the team and like, um, everything overall, I feel like I'm more of like a chill, like laid back guy. And it was like, everybody was there like working hard, but yeah. it had more of like a, like Chill environment, a sense of being like, do what you need to do, right? uh, But make sure you're like. It wasn't like a screaming
0: coach in your face or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I can't stand that. I mean, uh, a strength coach is different, but like an actual coach shouldn't be doing that, in my opinion.
1: For sure, man. Yeah, and I feel like, like, um, yeah, like I'm so like intrinsically motivated that I don't really like need someone being like, you need to work hard. You know, like it's like it's like oh like, dude, just like let me know like what's going on. Yeah,
0: weight training or like a strength coach. scream at me do that to motivate me but if you're like the the head coach managing everything about the team like you need to figure out ways to speak to each player based on your how they respond to different tones oh hands down yeah. without a doubt a lot of them don't unfortunately um so then after college tell me what happened
1: but yeah man it was uh it was wild so i mean even at oklahoma it was like pretty pretty wild time and that's i ended up uh stopping there a semester early as well so um, so when I was younger, so my parents split when I was, like, younger, uh, which is, like, chill or whatever. Like, uh, but I grew up, uh, like, in my household with, with my stepdad, uh, mm-hmm. like, Barry. Um, and so my mom and Barry uh, actually invested in a business, which was, like, probably not the best idea at the time. Yeah. Um, so they invested in, in, in a business, um, which was, like, it was, like, a smoothie chain um, and, uh, like, invested a lot of it put a lot of their eggs in one basket. Mm. And at the time, unfortunately, when I got to Oklahoma, uh, Barry passed away. Um, So at the time uh, I basically had to shift all my classes to online classes as well. And I went back home to like help my mom deal with like like the smoothie business and like selling that and like all that organization. So I went home and was like traveling to meet at Oklahoma and like going to school online and like working in Florida um for like two or three months and then ended up going um uh at the very tail end of it once we got everything squared away i went back to oklahoma um i was kind of like i think i'm done with college now after like all these different <laughs> how many years was this uh yeah i was like four phd four and a half exactly <laughs> seriously it reminds me of uh what is it uh tommy boy when he says yeah. he's like lots of people go to school for nine years yeah they're,
0: yeah, they're called doctors <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> What, uh, what accolades what, – what awards did you win as a runner in college?
1: Oh, man, it was awesome. Uh, I feel like it was, like, really cool, like I said, to just experience, experience it all. But most of it was, like, around, like, team accolades. Um, so mm. I was, like, on some really good teams. So when I was at uh, University of Colorado, we actually won uh, – I was an alternate for the national championship that the team won. Oh, wow. Uh, I was on a few different conference championship teams. Uh, at Oklahoma State, I was on a conference championship team. Um, and at Florida – actually the year after I left, but they're like always like competing for a national championship as well, like for track. Yeah. So all the rest were like more cross-country focused. And then Florida was a little bit more like speed and track focused. Yeah. Um, so crazy sprinters and jumpers there, which oh, was like yeah. super epic. Uh, but yeah, man, so uh, definitely got to, to do a lot of that. So it was just like a lot of great energy and a lot of great like team camaraderie, like was super, super sick.
0: what did you do after college? Like how'd you end up? What I kind of want to tie in like where you went from school? So how you how you're where you're at now?
1: Yeah, man. Without a doubt. So basically, like uh, after school, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing next. Yeah. I honestly like wanted to take a break from running, uh, and my buddies were like, dude, like you like love the outdoors, like you should just go like uh, go to Moab, Utah. It's like super sick. Like go out there. So I was like, dope. I'm gonna go to Moab, Utah.
0: <laughs> nice. we actually didn't did do a trip to Zion national park in april i haven't announced it yet oh my gosh man it's we need to talk about that so yeah. epic you It's should, so epic. Come. yeah dude hands down uh, and don't forget i know you're going to talk about moab and all that but i also want to know about your new project forest
1: for sure for sure yeah without a doubt we have, man. we'll talk
0: about that when we get to it so tell me more uh you went to moab and what did you, you do out there so
1: basically i packed everything into this like small chevy sonic that i had <laughs> uh, put everything on one side of the car everything yeah. fit on one side of the car uh, and I was sleeping on the other side nice. uh, get out to Moab, Utah and I am like, have this like, grand scheme in my mind I'm like, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to be able to like, work like right away and like do all this stuff and I get out there the first night and uh, everything's closed down they're like, oh, this is like the season where, like, everybody's gone. It's just, like, super cold, like, right oh now. <laughs> and uh, so I ended up, like, sleeping, like, in a pile of my stuff when it was, like, zero degrees. Uh, like, the first night I kind of, like, burrowed into, like, the, yeah. the bottom of this pile of crap in my car. And um, so I basically stayed out there. I uh, ended up getting a job working at, like, a hotel. Um, so I worked at Hotel Moab as, like, a hotel, like, a like I don't know, lack of a better term, like, a hotel maid. And yeah. uh, so I did that for, like... How long? Like like three or four months, um, and then I uh, was like getting into like trail, like running a bit, and like ultra running. Uh, went down to Arizona, left Moab, stayed in Arizona for like like a month, month and a half. Um, like worked in like a construction yard, ran uh, the Black Canyon Hundred K, which is one of my first ultras, and mm. then um, and then went to like this like ultra running camp for like adults, like uh, near Ventura, California, and like camped on the beach. For nice. like a week, uh, which was like just like super rad. Yeah. Um, went out there and then uh, one of my buddies graduating from, uh, from the military back in Oklahoma. So I drove back to Oklahoma, stayed there. And I was like, you know, what? I've just been like kind of dirtbagging around like more or less for like six months. I was like, I'm kind of like bored and lonely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so I'm going to go back home to Florida and figure it out. Yeah. Um, and right when I was like going back home, uh, someone that I grew up with actually worked in an HR department for a marathon photo and luckily, I was, like, in super beautiful places, so, like, any photo I was taking was, like, gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> They're, like, your photos are great. Like, uh, do you, uh, we want to, like, hire you for this job uh, to take photos for the Boston Marathon start through Marathon Photo. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so basically, like, I uh, went, interviewed for the job, got the job, and uh, flew into Philly because it was cheaper, and I drove up to – um boston but when i was cutting through new york i was texting a group so i met a group of people uh in new hampshire at a running camp that i was working at and one of them being my girlfriend yeah. uh but at the time we basically were like you know like it was just like an acquaintance thing i was right. like hey like i'm david and she's like i'm molly uh, <laughs> oh it starts yeah yeah and basically, I hit up that group of people, and Molly being part of that group, uh, she texts me back, like, directly, and was like, hey, I don't live in Boston anymore, I actually live in uh, New York City, and I was like, I'm actually driving through New York City right now, and she's like, are you staying around for the day? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All of a sudden, you were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. I see how you're doing, Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: and terrible line on my part but i was like uh i was like by the way i'm not like a creepy guy but i've been sleeping in my car and And i've
0: just grown this mustache so
1: (laughs) (laughs) and i was like i've never been in new york city basically before uh i was like so like i was like i don't really want to like sleep on the street or sleep in my car on the street i don't want to get towed or whatever happens and uh uh, i was like so can i like crash on your couch and she's like yeah i'm having a bunch of friends over so just like Come over. And I was like, cool. And basically I've been living with Molly ever since. (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) never left. So I never left. Yeah. All right. uh, So Molly ran a hostel. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Molly ran a hostel more or less. And uh I was the one that stuck around.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So did you
0: end up going to Boston for that weekend or what?
1: Yeah, so uh so that's how we kind of got to know each other too. So um we mm-hmm. rode together up to uh she was like i have a family party and i was like cool i was
0: like, gonna say how'd that happen it must have been a good night yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah so I, I basically crashed there with like everybody uh i went to visit her family at this party She was like yeah i'm like going up to new hampshire for this family party She's like, so you like come? after
0: your first time hanging out you go see your family first day right way yeah. Uh, So I
1: went the next day and I was like, oh, like you probably have like, she's like, it's like a graduation party. I was like, oh, it's going to be like four or five people, whatever. Like, cool. Like, we'll hang out, grab some beers. And uh, she has like a family of like 60 people. Oh my God. (laughs) So I get there and everybody's like, who is this? You know, like, uh, and I'm like, oh my God, this is like wild. (laughs) So I meet everybody in her family. So your running skills come in handy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then we go to Boston the next day, and that's where she went to to college and everything. So I met like all of her college friends. So basically, in like two three days, I met everybody like in, in her, her whole life. life. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I just I, yeah, I moved. I stayed in. The, How long ever. ago was this? Uh, so this was like five and a half years ago. Or so wow. so yeah, basically like uh, as that's long as we the known each other. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, like at first uh, at, New York, at New York, I was like, I don't know about this place. Like I had like zero dollars. Yeah. Uh, i was like i can't even like drive across the bridge i can't pay to get back in the city <laughs> 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 and so i was like i don't know about this place yeah. uh but it definitely has grown on me and it's definitely like one of a kind i, I love it here. you see
0: yourself stay- staying here oh here? without
1: a doubt man uh i i love the east coast and i just like love the vibe overall and it's uh it's such a cool spy and uh i mean yeah like i said I, I love the east coast overall i love florida and um yeah. just being around uh, my family is like a little bit smaller but like definitely super cool people but uh it's so so cool to have like be around like a large family it's like so oh, yeah. awesome
0: i'm sure and you also have kind of you also have the best scenario in the fact where you can you live in new york and then because of your work and all these different races you're traveling all over the place so you're getting out of new york because new york can consume you obviously it's stressful
1: Oh, so, without a doubt, so man.
0: You you get to get out of here and then come back. You know, it's like this, I have this relationship with New York State, I thing we all do where <clears throat> you love it. The energy is so, uh, you know, magnetic. It pulls you and you love it, but it also wears you down. So you got to leave. And then when you're gone long enough, you miss it. And you need energy back. You need that that fix. So uh, you have that going on. That's, that's perfect balance.
1: Oh, without a doubt, man. I feel like that's like, yeah, I feel like it's going so well that anytime I leave, I like miss like, being back in new york and then anytime i like i'm in new york sometimes i'm like oh man i can't wait to get back out to the mountains exactly so it's it's so cool definitely a great balance it's kind
0: of something it's kind of like the same thing we present to people for outsiders although it's day trips and we started to do more you know weekends and destination travel but like just the 45 sorry the 45 minute travel or hour travel away from the city for you know eight hours or six hours or away is is definitely recharging to a certain extent right so people's demeanors changed entirely while they're hiking for example or or river tubing or whatever we're doing the camping weekend was amazing it was like three days of being away or two and a half days and getting to really connect with people and spending time with them so um that's uh i totally hear that that getting out of the city is necessary but into nature especially
1: oh without a doubt man i think that's like like such an iconic thing about what you guys are doing at Outsiders is like giving people that opportunity, and I mean, there's so many cool spots like around New York City, and I mean, that's like what I tell people like as well. Like, um, I feel like so many times in like like trail races, it's like. You, you see my name in results or whatever it's like it's like oregon colorado like utah like Bronx, new york like oregon colorado colorado yeah. and they're like where do you even run like in the city and all yeah. this stuff and i'm like honestly man i was like you can leave like 45 minutes like an hour like it's true whether yeah. it's like going to the beach and like long island or going outside i was like so many great like outdoor spaces mm-hmm. but then you're like right there i mean so many times i like leave um like during the week to like get out and um, just like run a trail or something to train yeah. and I'm like I feel like almost every time still uh, I'll be like halfway through the run I'm just like this is crazy I'm like yeah. 30 minutes exactly. outside of New York City like this is like mind-blowing
0: I've spoken about Gertrude's nose trail that's in the State Park and we did that in I think it might have been April but was crazy we posted photos we got great photographers working with us we posted photos from the trail and people were asking, "Where is this? Where'd you go?" People, is, is this Utah? I'm like, "No, you can tell about the color of the rock. It's not." But still, it was—it was like a. It looked like we were a flight away from New York. Meanwhile, we're you know an hour and a half away, and it was it was a beautiful place. That's one of my favorite scenic uh, trails in New York State.
1: Oh man, yeah, it's gorgeous. have you done it yet? Yeah, yeah, it's so nice, so awesome.
0: Um, how long have you been with uh, on?
1: So I've been with on now. Um is it? Almost, almost september so it'll be three years in september wow. yeah um
0: and the, how did you stumble across working with up and coming the biggest up upcoming running brands
1: honestly man yeah just uh pure luck to, yeah. to be <laughs> honest uh well, basically, uh, when, when I got out of school, like I was saying, and I definitely got into, like, trail and ultra running a little bit, uh, but also, I took a break after I even did some of that. Um, when I first uh, met Molly and everything, uh, of course, she knew that I ran a little bit, because uh, we originally, like, crossed paths at a running camp, mm-hmm. but uh, ultimately, she had no idea that, like, I really ran. Um, at all for like the first six months, and she basically like uh, I feel like a little bit responsible for getting me back into like racing and running and stuff because uh, I just really I feel like being so competitive for so long, and um, I'm sure like anybody can uh, relate to that that's been in any kind of competitive sport when they were younger. And I was like I just I was like I don't want to work in running, I don't even want to run myself, I think, um, and I was like I just like want to take a break, so basically like took a break for a little while. Molly, uh, ended up kind of getting me back into running and I was like, okay, like, this is dope. I actually kind of maybe like want to do this a bit myself again. Right. Back on your
0: own terms though,
2: right?
1: Yeah. Back on my own terms. I was like, but I don't think I want to like be surrounded by my whole life again with it. So I don't want to work in it Mm -hmm. and kind of want to stay away Mm -hmm. from it. Um, and then I feel like kind of like over the years when I was doing other stuff and I was jumping around from job to job and just being like trying to explore, like really what I wanted to do with my life. Um, and, it kept kind of, like, leading back into running, and people kept inviting me out to stuff, and, like, this is, like, really cool. You should just come and have fun and do it, and, I, uh, and then I was, like, wow, this is, like, really rad, and then after a little while, um, I was, like, okay, maybe I'll, I'll dip my toes in this again, yeah. and I uh, started looking at uh, different jobs, and um, a tech rep position actually, like, popped up um, for, for ON, and I hit one of my good buddies that I grew up with who was the, the tech rep in D.C. at the time, and I was, like, hey, what do you know about this, and he's, like, I actually know a lot about this. He's, like, well, let's jump <laughs> on the phone. Uh, so I ended up, uh, going through the whole interview process and, uh, starting off as a, a tech rep with w- on,
0: what does a tech rep do for on?
1: So basically, uh, you monitor, I would say like a lot of different like retail accounts, um, and help with like, uh, the sales team okay. to make sure like everything's like squared away. So at the time I think I had like 80 to 90 different, uh, run retail specialty accounts that I would go visit pretty frequently. And I would do like events like merchandising, um, and all that. Oh, I can see how like,
0: that leads into marketing. Cause it's on the same path yeah. yeah
1: and then kind of basically um during that time as well I was getting more into running myself again uh, ended up uh so I have I feel like a pretty unique role like I would say like in the, the run industry overall because uh, now I, I was like employed by a company but I also ended up signing a professional contract with him as well as an athlete um, oh nice so it's pretty pretty rad that's yeah, um, great
0: you have you have you have you have it on both sides I guess right so you get to increase the uh the visibility of your brand which then increases your visibility so good job
1: without a doubt yeah (laughs) 100 percent, man and uh and i just feel like it's like so cool because even at the end of the day like um even if i just i guess did like professional athletics i think it's like just like so cool one i'm just like kind of a busybody person i like bouncing around all the time yeah uh but also i think it's just like really rad to have like um some internal like say an input of like like what's going on in the field and like what i can kind of see like on the ground level like all the time whether it's like a lot of my buddies who are like professional athletes or just like in the run community or um i mean even doing like super rad events like like outsiders and having like a, like a voice to pitch a to like hey like <clears throat> this is like a super sick thing going on in new york city like you should like really check it out so yeah i
0: pre- <clears throat> appreciate you like finding us and um the fact that you can pick out what you find is cool like that's what i like about outside or for myself like you know like how do you come up with these events people ask me that all the time i'm like it's because i i think i do what i want to do like i i put on the events that are interesting to me because i know if i find it interesting i'm not that special where i'm the only one that finds it interesting right um which leads to the next thing your new project what is what is, i saw this Forest, it's called Forest, right? Yeah, Forest Running and Recreation. Forest Running and Recreation, great name. Thanks, man, I, uh, I like it. the branding so far. I mean, it's real new, but like whoever's doing your creative stuff is great. Um, what is it exactly?
1: Yeah, much appreciated, man. So basically, uh, I would say it's like mostly a creative company. Um, so, me and my uh, good buddy, uh, who's, uh, who's a great uh, videographer, uh, photographer, Brendan, uh, we've done a lot of projects over the last few years. We actually went to high school together and kind of reconnected later in life. And uh, I feel like Blossom did like a really like close friendship, mm. um, which has been really, really rad. And when he first moved to the city, I can't remember like how long ago that was, it must've been like three years ago or something. Uh, we put together like this group chat. Uh, we just like called it Forrest and they were, I think like basing it off like Forrest Gump or yeah. something.
0: <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't put the two and two together, no.
1: And, uh, and so um, we were like, uh, we we're like, we're for us and all this stuff and uh, we're just like kind of like goofing around yeah. and uh, it was uh, me, Brendan, and Jack um, and we had this like group name for a while and then kind of like over the years we just like started talking about it and it just really involved I feel like over the last like six months about like what we wanted to do and just kind of like push forward um, I would say running and like the run industry overall and just like with like creative projects. We, like, just kind of, I feel like, want to almost be, like, a, like, an open entity to, like, be, like, very, like, collaborative, yeah. like, even with, like, brands in general and be, like, hey, like, uh, we just, like, want to tell, like, super cool stories, like, release some product around that. Yeah. Um, and just, like, really, like, highlight, like, what's going on in the run industry and just, like, hopefully make it cool in a sense.
0: Well, we've never done a trail run before, so why don't we do <clears throat> Outsiders Forest On? I'm not sure if you're gonna incorporate On as well, I guess you will. But why don't we do uh, some sort of series that way.
1: Dude, we'd love it. Let's, It'd be epic. Let's, uh, let's work that out. Hands down. Yeah. All, let's right. Do cool. uh, all right. Let's do
0: it. All right. Let's get some more of these uh, these questions that I hit people with. <clears throat> um, what's your favorite part of Outsiders?
1: Dude, I would say, honestly, like, um, kind of what you were saying a little bit. I, I feel like I love, like, the, the entrepreneurial spirit of things uh so one i i kind of like dug that like I, I got the sense of it or even talking to you a little bit that you're just like you're like i think this stuff is like super rad so i feel like i don't know like my i guess like a lot of my energy comes from other people's energy mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of the time so like if someone comes to me that's like super hyped or something they're like this is like the coolest table in the entire <laughs> world i gotta show it to you like right now i'm like Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Let's like check out this table. Oh, I like, about it. I appreciate that I built that out of pallets. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so, Chris built
2: the
0: tables and the
1: background. Oh my god, yeah. perfect. Oh, <laughs> yeah, And um so I don't know, man. I feel like uh I I sense that energy from you and you're just like super hyped on it and um uh, just like really like I don't know, bringing the community together and like bringing them outside the city and I again, I feel like that's like one of the special things about it too. is, like you're not only like I feel like impacting the community, impacting these people's lives in such a great way, but also uh, you're highlighting like the city and the area, uh, which is like super as well. Like I feel like there's so many like hidden gems, like I said, that people sleep on. And I feel like it's just such a like complete full package and it's super rad.
0: I appreciate that. And, and what's funny is you're right. I'm super amped about it. There, I'm, I've planned out 2022, uh, I've got to show you the programming. We're doing a lot of like qu- basically quarterly international trips or destination trips, right? They're not necessarily all international. Mm. Um, but um, like people keep on reaching out, friends of mine, and, and with different ideas, and I wanna put everything in next year. I can't do that. I know I can't, but like I'm so hyped about everything we're doing for next year because anything I missed last year, I'm putting in this year. Oh, um, and then and more. So I'm gonna be coming with you like, Yo, this is a great idea. <laughs> I, authentically, I really feel like it's a great idea. So I, I, I'm with you on that. I guess there's some, something genuine about it, maybe.
1: I'm so hyped, man. I can't wait.
0: Um, Let's see. Uh, what is a dream that you've yet achieved?
1: That is a that is a good question. That's a tough question. Um, and
0: it could be personal. It could be business, career related. It can be anything.
1: Yeah, man. Honestly, like uh, I feel like overall, like even though I feel like I'm like a, I guess like a busybody person, I feel like a ambitious person to a sense. Uh, I feel like I'm also like a pretty like simple person. I'm just like, hey, like if I have like, I guess like the funds and like. Uh, I guess the time to just like do like really rad stuff. That's like honestly almost my like ultimate dream to like do that and to be able to build people up with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would I would guess like my ultimate dream is kind of like almost like what I'm doing uh, doing now uh, and keep like driving it forward. It's just like I think there's so much potential like with like the run industry and the run community uh, to keep building it up, and there's so many different like athletes and stuff like that. I mean, most professional like track and field athletes, I mean, runners in general, like they don't get paid a lot yeah. uh, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. to other sports, uh, or to some larger sports. And I think there's just like a ton of like room for for growth and uh, uh, just awesomeness like within the run space. So, just kind of like keep pushing that space forward is like I would say like my ultimate dream. But just like with just like rad like entrepreneurial ideas that kind of like on the fly and connecting people it's like you know there's a gr- there's a
0: brand that i admire for doing that and being really creative with that stuff and that's red bull oh yeah red bull does great stuff i mean they they kind of go away from the traditional stuff and i mean they do have like they have their formula one they have things like that but they really step out of the box um so we have outside of stockholm and mm-hmm. uh the guy running outside of is a really close friend he's like family to me and he, he has a creative agency there. And they just did a project for Red Bull out there. And they built like this. It basically took like a, what would be, like guess, Union Square. Mm. And they built this big cage with basketball court in it. And they did this basketball thing, but they also did art installation. They did like so various uh, workout things. They, they made the most of the space. Mm. And I just commend brands for getting creative and, and, and doing stuff that's not necessarily what everyone else is doing. You know, you, you're doing that with On. And I know you're going to do that with, with Forrest. Um, forest run recreation, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think your goal is something in line with what's needed, because everyone's everyone everyone's afraid to kind of step out of the box. Because if you go with what's already being done and it fails, you're like, oh well, it failed. But if you go with something that's brand new and it fails, then it's your fault, right? for Sure. But yeah. you're taking a bigger risk because if it's successful, you get all the accolades. Yeah. Take a risk. Otherwise, you're going to see all these cookie, cookie, cookie cutter crap, and it's going to be boring. So I liked your your idea, and I think if I can help you out in any way, let's do it.
1: No, much appreciate man. Yeah, I was definitely like lucky enough uh, this past year, too. Uh, I uh, teamed up with Red Bull for a few things, uh, leading up for one of their big initiatives, Wink for Life World Run. And it's a really rad race. So basically, it's like everybody around the world races at this exact same time. Yeah. Um, And basically, there's like a live tracker of this car that's like speeding up. Or It's like a virtual car. Right. Um, Usually, they had like course locations. But the last few years, because of the pandemic, it's like been a virtual car with an app. Mm -hmm. Um, And as it slowly speeds up, it's basically like as far as you can run before the car catches you, um, that you like basically win, you know? Right. Um, But, yeah, this year, like, I teamed up with them, and they had this, like, insanely epic – so I was, like, sprinting through the streets of, like, New York. I started um, all the way up at Van Van Cortlandt Park in the Bronx and ran all the way, like, way out into, like, Long Island. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. I
0: find flatland for that kind of race in Long Island it's perfect.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. It was like perfect. I was like <laughs> wait, like cruising around the coast. Wait,
2: how did you run through Long Island? Did you run into Manhattan and, and then into Long Island or you ran? Yeah. All... So
1: I ran into Manhattan and then out into uh, to the coast. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it was nuts. So I was like weaving through traffic. But the coolest thing I thought was they were like uh, I was like, hey, like what way can we like spruce this up? Like uh, it'd be really cool. Like I know we're not you guys aren't doing like a car like you usually do. Do you guys have any kind of like Red Bull car that could follow along when we film all this? Um, And they're like, we have this like super large, like armored truck.
0: I've seen (laughs) it. It looks impenetrable. It's crazy. Oh, dude,
1: it's nuts. And they have, yeah. like, a giant DJ booth in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so this thing is, like, rolling through, like, Times Square with me, like, ripping Following through the street to follow me, like, <laughs> I blasting. Me. What did you do for
0: red lights? It just caught up to you when it was green?
1: Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. And it was it was awesome, and it was so cool. I'll have to show you the pictures. Yeah, that please. That's yeah. great. <laughs> um, but love the energy. Love Red Bull energy. Yeah, yeah the, I mean, the,
0: Like I said, the creat- creativity they have is, is why I admire what they do. Uh. What is your most embarrassing moment?
1: I have a lot of those. (laughs) (laughs) That's your song. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever stands out. For sure. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, a really good one. I can think of one at On, though. Uh, When I first started at On, I was working at an expo, actually. Um, And so there was... uh, these tons of different like pipes basically connecting to like square off these booths to separate them. And all of the booths, it was in Philadelphia. So they had all these like flags like draped over and basically it was like like red, white and blue, like banners and Mm -hmm. stuff. And they had one like flipped up around this pole and you could like cut through it if you're like a vendor. And so I was like carrying a bunch of boxes. I was like, I don't know, like a month into like being a part of uh, the company. Yeah. And uh, so all of these poles are like intertwined and interconnected as well. So I'm like carrying like all these boxes and halfway through like going through this like entryway, I like feel pressure and I look up and the pole is like leaning over because the boxes are hitting them. And I'm like, oh my God, I was like, I can't move or I'm going to like knock everything over. And uh, so like I'm trying like, not to move. I don't, like, I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I'm like trying to like look around for help. <laughs> so
0: like it risks knocking down everything like domino effect
1: so basically yeah so then i see the pole start like tipping over and this guy like uh probably like 200 yards away sees it and he screams and he's like look out and, then,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this whole expo like collapses oh
1: my god and i'm just standing in the middle and everyone's like looking at me there's like, like another another
0: morty moment right there <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well,
2: I'm fired. I was like, I'll put in my two weeks now. <laughs>
1: that's
0: that's embarrassing as hell. Good yeah, job. It was, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> uh what have I not asked you that you want to share about yourself? Anything fun that you wanna tell people about yourself that we haven't touched on?
1: Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. Uh yeah. Basically, yeah, I grew up in Florida. Huge, huge Florida fan. Got the got the big love down south. Yeah, S- swamp, man. swamp guy myself. Yeah. Florida man. <laughs> um, definitely was more on the swamp side of things. I wish I was more on the beach side of things. I wish I was a better surfer instead of a swamp buggy. But uh, <laughs> oh you're, you're, you're dealt the Cars You're given uh um, yeah, college, and then, um, yeah, man, living, living true in, in New York City, been, been loving it, uh, been living in, uh, Harlem in the Bronx ever since, uh, being in New York City, and I just really love the vibe And I appreciate there. that
0: about you, because a lot of, Wait, uh, hold,
2: hold, hold. you just said Harlem and the Bronx, where you live in, Harlem or the Bronx? So, I
1: lived, I lived in Harlem, uh, for okay. about. I, listen, I
2: don't, I don't want to, I don't want to insult any of our New York viewers, Harlem <laughs> and the Bronx are two separate places. Yeah, definitely yeah. two separate <laughs> <laughs> places, Yeah. <laughs>
1: But I lived in Harlem for about three years, um, and then uh, we moved across a bridge, uh, probably only about like three quarters of a mile yeah. um, into the Bronx. Um, so pretty close by, still similar neighborhood vibes, um, but in the Bronx now. But I love it, man. Uh, it's a super cool spot, lots of green spaces, and such a cool like like neighborhoody vibe. And I, I definitely like really really dig that. It's just like everybody's out, like, you know, like yeah. like like, like barbecuing, hanging out yeah. like on the Wait, side of the authentic. street. What part of the Bronx are you in? I live right by Yankee Stadium. Okay. Yeah, yeah all right i think
2: uh, that'd be the south bronx because it's south of 95 so yeah. it's the south bronx
1: yeah and just like tons of tons of families and stuff out there so i just like really dig it Yeah, i it's appreciate
0: like- that because a lot of implants will go to like manhattan only or brooklyn and and there's some real neighborhood feeling family feeling places that are outside of those areas the bronx being one of them harlem being one of them and the fact that you didn't follow all these other implants which i mean i don't expect you to you don't seem like a follower so uh, that's pretty cool.
1: Well, definitely, dude. Shouts to shouts to Molly because uh, I I moved into with her and she was already living in Harlem. Uh, shouts to Molly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You never left. <laughs> yeah, and I never left. Uh, but but definitely, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Bronx has been uh, definitely a new little journey, but it's been so so epic. Definitely love love the nice. vibe. All
0: right, we're getting to the last segment of the show, and that's the five rapid fire questions. You know how it works. You're not a sprinter, but I'm sure you can handle this. Um, are you ready? Let's do it. What's your favorite city other than New York City?
1: Favorite city other than New York City? Miami. Miami. Yes, sir. That's one
0: of my favorite cities, too.
1: I love Miami. So, yeah. um, I also, I just love the, I love the, like, Hispanic culture, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, and I feel like I just, like, really, like, dug it in Miami. I, I love Florida, of course, so I feel like it has a Florida vibe in the sense, but, but also just the people down there, like, the time that I spent down there, I know, like, definitely like gets its rap sometimes it's like kind of like i feel like the las vegas of the south sometimes like no i prefer
0: miami to vegas any day
1: oh for sure and like and
0: I, I i do agree with you with the uh, latin culture chris is uh, half puerto rican and we grew up in a neighborhood that's very latin influenced and
2: and you're actually in, a, in an area that's predominantly puerto rican too so i mean that uh, yeah so yeah <laughs> for
1: sure yeah and i i don't know i just like dig the vibe and i really like dig the people i mean honestly like all the people are usually just, like, like super nice, like, mm-hmm. really friendly. And uh, I'm definitely more just, like, I, I, like, love, like, the touchy feel. Like, people just, like, like want to hug. They want to be yeah. close. Like, they want to, like, like go do stuff. And uh, I just think it's, like, super rad. And plus, like, I, I love the heat. Um, so yeah. it can't be Miami. Miami yes. <laughs> is a great place.
0: Um, what's your advice?
1: My vice. <sighs> um... Like, what do you, what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Understood. But I, w- I would say, uh, I would say probably sweets, man. I just like yeah. can't live without it. Yeah. Look, have a good sweet tooth.
0: Same. Um, it's not terrible as long as you're not. Pro- well, your your lifestyle allows you to do that, right? Yeah,
1: without a doubt. I feel like needs us need the salt and sugars all the time. <laughs> yeah, just like burning through everything.
0: Exactly. Uh, what's the worst race you ever ran?
1: Whoo! of the <laughs> one hundred. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, it was brutal, man. But uh, worst race I ever ran. So you just answered the one hundred. Yeah, I would say uh, that was probably honestly one of the most tough races I ever ran. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely like so epic, man. Unforgettable. Yeah.
0: I guess it's the worst race because it's the hardest, but because you achieved it, is it that much more rewarding looking back at
1: it? Yeah, so rewarding. I mean, I definitely can't speak on this, but uh, I uh, like, but I feel like it's like almost like a like a vibe of like like pregnancy. You know, like people like go through like a very like traumatic thing. Yeah. And they're like, I'm never doing that again. That yeah. was terrible. But then like a year later, like, like maybe I want another kid. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> and so like i feel like almost the same thing uh but shout out to all the moms out there. i'm not comparing it to like (laughs) the the paints oh oh, you know what it's like to have a baby yeah uh but i feel like the same thing like when i was like coming up to like the last like three miles was like i don't i think i'm like gonna quit running after (laughs) this like oh my god this is horrible and then like after a week i let it settle on a bit i was like i would do that again uh, (laughs)
0: understood um do you have a dream location you like to run
1: um, I love the tropics, man. Uh, I love the tropics overall. So, uh, but I would love if there's like more mountains. Uh, so Florida definitely is a is a no go. But I, I just like love the vibe down there. There's like a biking trail actually in Miami that a lot of people probably think is like kind of crappy. But I used to run there like all the time. I just love it. It's like a little bit more like kind of on the coast, but yeah. it, it just like was like kind of like on a ridgeline a little bit, like on a mountain bike course. Um, but I love anything like that. One of my favorite trails is the Kala Trail in uh, Hawaii in Hawaii and it probably hit like all like my check marks. It was like up on a super like high mountain. Um just Tropic, like yeah. gorgeous like water below and like very tropical, like humid and Yeah, I talked cool. to a
0: friend of mine, uh, Veronica about doing a trip to Hawaii and we gotta do that eventually. It's one of the things I wanna slam packed in twenty twenty two. We can't do it, but uh that's definitely a trip I wanna do. Um, and I want to pick your brain about some stuff for Miami. I'd love to do like a long weekend for outsiders in, in Miami.
1: I do, it be sick. But
0: I don't, I know like, I know the nightlife stuff there. Yeah. I don't it. know the outdoor stuff except for maybe like surfing. You can't really surf in Miami. So <clears throat> I don't want to pick your brain about that. Uh, last question is what's your favorite food?
1: Favorite food, man. <sighs>
0: And a, I know you you brought your favorite food. So what is it? What's your go-to here?
1: I did. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out Molly again. Uh, she dubbed it my secret sauce. Your uh, secret sauce.
0: So this is this is the secret to your running success.
1: Yes, sir. It is right here. So we got two mugs. Got okay. a little bit of granola. Pick your favorite granola. Some peanut butter. We got. I usually throw some kind of berries or something in there, but we got like a two-for-one special. We got some chocolate.
0: With berries in it? With okay. berries in it. Gotcha. Uh,
1: and then, you know it, shout out to the Energizer Bunny himself. <laughs> 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 this is going to be fun because I love
0: trail mix, I love peanut butter, all that, and I'm lactose intolerant, so this is going to be great. <laughs> so let's, go. let's do this. All right, let's see how you prepare this and, and uh, make it for both of us, and we'll try this on camera. But yeah, man. So this gotta, is this is like this is like energy food. This yeah. is what really This is also
2: the first that somebody's making actually
1: making what they like for sure yeah. an episode. First yeah. you got I mean
0: it's not like we're baking it, but yes, yeah,
1: it's good that you're putting it together. So first you put in the granola, then you gotta set the oven for four fifteen. <laughs> <eight. laughs>
0: <laughs> I see you got kind bar there. I, oh, would, yeah. I wouldn't mind talking to them about outsiders.
1: Without a doubt, come through kind. Yes. Wait, was that like a wink wink? <laughs> <Twice. laughs> or holler at me. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get your number, Convo? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I treat you right. <laughs> you're not you're not allergic to to peanuts, by no no, right? no, 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 no. All right, I, cool. I, I'm good with that. We don't want to have the first allergic reaction <laughs> right? on Inside of Outsiders <laughs> right here, you know. I apologize yeah.
2: for those spoons. We literally just picked them up because you oh, said you needed spoons, dude. and they don't seem like they're actually that good for the the be- peanut butter. The
1: best spoons I ever felt, dude. Like, uh. <laughs> I'm usually doing this with my fingers. <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
0: Thank you for not.
1: <laughs> Back when I was living in my car, man, you know, it was peanut butter fingers all day. Oh, sure.
0: <laughs> it's college days, peanut butter jelly when you're hungry, ramen, whatever. <laughs>
1: Got to do the double scoop. Those, those broke butter. meals were so good, though. They, they oh taste better gosh. than
0: some of these like, five-star restaurants Seriously. you go to sometimes. Dude. I've been on a big acai bowl fix lately. I've uh, been visiting uh, a place called Playa Bowls, which is originally out of uh, the Jersey Shore. Playa and they've expanded everywhere. So good. And they're so, so good. My favorite one thus far, and I've been going for it every time, has been the Power Bowl. The powerballs, so holler at me too. They
1: tell us. <laughs> yeah. They They're really
0: good though. They're, they're delicious. And I love their story. They started off at uh, the Jersey Shore, got a line, and now they're like, they've been having they had crazy lines waiting for for like, you know, you, you put too much chocolate there.
1: Oh, dude, yeah. I I bumped the mic for a second. I was like, <laughs> I oh, thought I was gonna knock down the yet. whole set again. Yeah. You have flashbacks. Yeah. Flashback. yeah. No, no yeah, word.
2: This this set is pretty sturdy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, I love I love the uh, acai bowls. It's it's a go-to. And it, it turns out people like on diets have acai bowls. That's actually not what you're supposed to be having them for because they're full of calories. Yeah. <laughs> but, like they're really calorically heavy. So if you're on, if you're trying to lose weight, don't eat acai bowls.
1: Unless you're going to pliables to help yeah. you lose weight. Shout yeah. out to pliables. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <But> pliables, has, <laughs> pliables has
0: other kinds of bowls. Yeah,
2: Whatever, we're not gonna talk yeah. about it until they holler at me. So, yeah. <laughs> all
0: right, it looks like you're almost done. All
1: right. Give and a then little sh- my,
0: favorite, my favorite part.
1: Well, shake up.
0: <laughs> See, it doesn't really bother me too much, it just bothers people around me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm out of here right after this. <laughs> <laughs> Got 14 yeah, grams you of protein. You might, protein ha- you might you. have
2: to be. As soon as you pour it, just beeline it for the door. Yeah. Yeah. You know
0: yeah. We may have to uh, do like a time lapse video over this.
2: I could have set up the, like, the phone to do that if we actually knew he was going to be making something like this. Like, it, it would have been actually a pretty good uh, time lapse.
0: Can we do that with?
2: Uh... No, it, it literally has to be set up for it. Oh, damn it. If you
1: have another mug, I'll, I'll round to it. <laughs> 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 I got <on> all night. <laughs> I got all night. Go. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, so this is
0: what you have for breakfast or before anyways or all day? Whenever. All day. All day. All right. <laughs> this is going to be interesting with the spoon. Uh,
1: yeah. But yeah, man, honestly, like, uh, I have, a, I have like, a sweet tea, so I feel like it's, like, a little bit sweeter, too, uh, on the side because I usually, like like I said, mix in some fruit as well with the chocolate and everything. Mm. Um, and, and basically, yeah, like, I'll have it for, like, kind of like a dessert at night. Um, but usually, like, throughout the day, too, morning – like afternoon sometime.
0: It's like Reese's Pieces of Granola. That's what it tastes like. You know, with, with berries, which is nice.
2: Mm. I'm
0: gonna steal this.
1: There you have it. It's only mm. five calories. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no.
2: I mean, no If you chew the glass, it's five calories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shot glass.
0: No. <laughs> no I'm really hungry. I'm gonna eat the rest of this, so. You might want to skip out of here. Really quickly, <laughs> but I appreciate you coming by for this interview. Definitely have to have you back here. Um got to find time for you to come on one of our destination trips, too. One overnights we'll when, love when that. Coming, we're not running a race. I bring Molly. I haven't met her. I'd love to meet her. But uh, thanks again. And I appreciate all the support. Honestly, we wouldn't be able to do what we've done so far this year without you and your belief in the outsiders. So thank you very much, man
1: without a doubt man no seriously thanks for having me on and seriously kudos to what you guys are doing it's so so sick so appreciate it if you haven't been out to outsiders come through check it out
0: yes please do thank you on that note i'm hungry so it's time to go cheers Cheers.